kids. It's 9.20 in the morning on a Sunday. I spent this morning working on my algorithm and I think I'm reinventing linear algebra with this whole um, sieve of Arathenes trick. So last night I was watching MathLogger and he showed us how he can find all the prime numbers using a parabola. I think it was just x squared. And all you have to do is put a dot on um, both sides of put a dot on the parabola for two, three, four, five, and then draw a line every two to every three um, and anything not covered is a prime it's basically the same type of algorithm I'm working on so there's a connection and we're gonna get there and then I realized what I'm doing I finally got this thing to draw and I'm just drawing a skewed box so it's basically linear algebra where the box is skewed or offset by a certain amount you've got I and J I hat J hat and I'm using integer totals <clears throat> and it's just drawing different skewed uh, boxes with different angles <sighs> starting with a 10 by 10 as a frame so what we're really exploring here is the relationship between the numbers between integer holes and boxes of different angles if they hit the points or don't hit the points. So I'm really going through a personal growth except from this really questioning everything. A little crisis, I would call it. The imposter syndrome. A crisis of confidence. But, um... see which direction we're going to go in today. I guess we'll go down this way.
Look at some beautiful houses. Some beautiful people. It's raining. But we won't let that stop us. We never let rain or bad weather stop us from going for our walks. I don't. I don't let them. Because for the very simple fact that if you want to take your vaccine, you want to boost your immune system, try exposing yourself to some pathogens. To some harsh weather. To some bugs. To some dirt. You know, go out there and boost your immune system. Get it moving. Right? I mean, what is the vaccine if it's not a boosted immune system? This whole flu shot, this whole COVID vaccine, it's not really designed to um, just fix this kit and make sure it's not getting wet. It's not really designed to uh, to cure any specific disease. It's just boosting your immune system. Well, hey, what? I'm boosting my immune system. Let me tell you. I'm boosting it all right. I'm now stuck with this walking. I can't stop it now. I can't even stop. an addict now. I'll go through withdrawals if I stop walking. I get upset. My body will start attacking itself. I gotta get out there. Get a move. Can't just sit around here all day. Kind of funny, huh? Yeah, that was a real trip yesterday through the airport. But you know what? These these airport dudes. They can uh, deal with a little um, intrusion detection. I wasn't doing anything wrong. I wasn't trespassing. I was just walking the perimeter, giving them a flyby. And um, they're just sitting around eating donuts all day. <coughs> there wasn't anything going on. They can do a little investigation. They can get up off their butts and follow some walker dude around. 
you know, give them something to do. Right? Who says they can just sit in front of the monitor all day, looking, watching the game? Sometimes you gotta get up and explore and look at something. It's not gonna hurt you. So, I better set off some alarms though. Like that one morning when I walked up to the other gate and the sheriff rolled up on me. It's like, what you doing here? Yeah, I was listening to this paranormal. Oh my God, I got through this up to you, letter U. Listening to this paranormal radio. And they're talking about this kid who was being possessed by demons. And then they first tried to appear peace to the spirits of the land of the Indians who lived there. And they talked to the kid, and the kid, they asked the kid if he wants to get rid of the demon. And he said, No, I feel powerful. I'm always getting laughed at and yelled at. And now he feels powerful. Isn't that the story? Isn't that what it is? Everyone wants to feel powerful. It's the story of the ages. The shunned person turning into the the evil one the other, the outsider and what is the evil one except the one that's not under your control if it's not totally dominated by you then it's bad you see this is where we get into the inherent dichotomy the split between control, good and evil, domination, all of that is being summed up into one simple idea. Are you part of a system that's trying to control you or not? And if not, then you're the evil, you're the other. You are the rogue actor, the... <sighs> this gets into the law, the legal bits, etc. And really, it's a form of divide and conquer, where the system successively tries to dominate and control to get the most power. So it's either you're controlled or you're targeted, you're canceled or you're pre-canceled. It's just a rolling system of domination. 
disenfranchisement. And it's happening from multiple sides. The left-right paradigm are just the two hands of the algorithm. The one promises you something for nothing, and the other promises you nothing for something. How's that? The one says you don't have to do work, and we'll take it away from these other guys. And the other one says, do a lot of work, you're going to get something, and you don't get nothing. They take that away from you. So it's like the chickens who get all upset when you steal their eggs. It's like, we're the chickens. You can either peck the farmer's hand or not. What was I listening to the other day? The guy who went to live with the bears and everyone's happy he's filming himself and at the end of the season when the winter comes the bears eat him. They're like, sorry dude, we gotta like batten up for the winter and you're just on the menu. You're not one of us, you're the other. So that's kind of where I'm at with my thoughts at this point. have multiple we have multiple um, multiple prime numbers prime factors the twos and the threes and constant conflict Basically, it is the twos and the threes. It's like, are you a two or are you a three? And uh, that's like Democrat and Republican. And that basically covers most of everything. And you got some fives in there. But the fives are mostly meaningless. As a prime, it's a very weak prime. It's like half of what it does is already covered by the two with the 10. And then it's just got that one column that it takes care of. It's kind of a bullshit prime. And then you've got the seven, which is the five plus two, or the 10 minus three. And that's kind of interesting. But it just creates 
It just fills in the holes that are left by the three. It's like 14, it's already covered by two. 21's already covered. Right? So that seven, it does plug one hole. <clears throat> and we'll see these holes popping up as we go. And they get sparser and sparser. create bigger and bigger squares ever expanding like the squares that it creates are going to be more and more tilted and jilted and expanded so we're just going to think like a 13 by 13 square or 7 by 7 square that's kind of like skewed on top of the 10 by 10 And that's basically it. It's like an angle to the to the main square. And I was thinking if you take an arbitrary large prime, just some humongous god-awful prime, and you say that's my unit square. And all the primes that you found before that fit inside that unit square. What would math look like? You know how you have infinitely number of points in the real number system? Well, you don't have infinite number of points inside this unit square. But you've got a god-awful lot of them. You have all the primes that came before it, let's say. And they all fit inside the one. So just imagine you have a one by one square <clears throat> that's some, you know, multi million prime number. And um, it's not a real number, it's divided by all the other primes. And you've got all these other primes as squares inside of there, all rotated to different degrees, all covering different areas. And it's completely full, because up to the point of that prime, everything is covered. And those even extend outside, like the three by three, and the two by two, those are just at an angle to each other of one. 90 degrees. I'm just trying to think about how that would look. How would that fit together? I think it's an interesting concept. Something that I've been trying to visualize 
and I'm going to uh, work on drawing it. We're going to do the 10 by 10s. We're going to do the different squares. And draw them in graphics and then zoom out and rotate to a given prime number. What if we take prime 11? Into 11 by 11. It'll contain the 10 by 10. It'll contain all the prime numbers before it. Anyway, so what else did I learn about? Well, I learned about synesthesia and how people see colors of numbers. Um, is this cable crunching? Is it gotten wet? I need to move it to a different pocket. synesthesia where people see colors as numbers and the girl was saying how multiples how two or four is green and the two series are bluish and the threes are red and the seven is yellow and ones are white white black and um, how the different factors color in these numbers. And I thought that was neat. Five is black. Ten is white-black. Like, alternating. So I was thinking about that and how if we could find prime numbers and how they relate to the Spectra. And I was thinking since we have infinite number of prime numbers, we would also have infinite spots on the spectra. But we only have a certain range that we can see. also the music sounds and the harmonics and how those relate to primes and they're showing this in the spiral of music and how it relates to the numbers and the colors so I think we're gonna have some kind of connection here between the brain systems how the brain grows and there's probably something like the Euler constant 
there's probably something like the log, log, uh, the natural logarithm in the brain dictating how the neurons grow. And that Euler basically ends up calculating these various constants that resonate with the brain itself. That's just going to be my hypothesis or unfounded idea. We have lots of unfounded ideas. And, um, you know, if Pythagoras didn't believe that numbers were holy, he wouldn't have raised them to that level of worship and spent, dedicated so much time in studying them. So we're going to have to accept number mysticism as a way of connecting to the brain and giving names to things that we don't understand. And gods and demons, angels and angels and demons and gods and demigods and all that. Religion is going to be seen as a placeholder from mental concepts or subconscious concepts that we can see but we can't quite define. And that's what we're going to do here. We're just going to use placeholders and names. The names of the gods, the numbers of them, the indexes of them, and this kind of brings in the whole idea of occultism and mystical numbers into math and puts a new perspective on it. Maybe there is something behind it. At least it's a motivating thought, even if untrue, could feed our curiosity. And curiosity is important. It's the curiosity that keeps us moving. It's the curiosity, the pattern matching. That makes us ask questions, building models, and then asking questions and exploring them. And even if we have to discard those models as obsolete, they form the stepping stones in our mathematical journey. So every mistake is sacred in math. Because it identifies a mental weakness that has been overcome. And therefore we can restore our safe space, our bubble, our filter bubble of everything being alright. The book thief the guest book, the Underground Railroad, just looking at this little library.
We'll have an hour for this walk. So, yeah, you see, we're back. We are back and restored. And I'm slowly recovering from my election trauma, from believing the bullshit, and getting hyped up. And I think that Bitcoin is going down. People are going crazy about Bitcoin, but if I look at the charts, I would say we reached a peak, and it's gonna go down again. It's like a big pump and dump. Pump and dump. And I read that um, Soros is also investing in Bitcoin. And people are selling their stuff to get the uh, taxes. It went to 60,000, which is crazy. I think I bought it at 6,000. I could sell. But what I really want to do is I want to get all of my accounts in order and set up the impenetrable wallet and transfer everything to that. That's what I want. I want to be my own custodian. It's like, what do we need to really set up a bulletproof wallet? the money for all times so I can give it to my kids like what's that gonna be and on Binance it's not gonna be on Binance So yeah, that's going to be one of my projects for this year, is to actually log into all my accounts and transfer everything off onto my own hosted wallets. And then I'll have at least a purpose for setting up these servers. It's like to host my wallets. And have backups of the backups of the backups. Then we need to have the keys of the keys of the keys. And in the end, I want some printed paper that I can mail to uh, some custodial service. I mean, sure, you put it into a lockbox. So how's that for a service, guys? It's, um... A lawyer in Delaware that um, a post office box that collects your keys and um, manages them
and um, something has to and we're going to also need to have two forms of like if someone steals the mail while it's underway so something like a, a vault paper wallet in a physical location but it's a two-factor physical thing yeah. physical wallet how's that a two-factor physical wallet so one half of it goes into the lockbox into the lawyer and the other half goes into your vault so you're just doubling the problem You still have the problem, you have to keep those keys safe. I guess you could put one of the keys into your last will and testament. I don't know. See, this is the whole problem of... legacy and of um, now if I transfer the money out of my coinbase account is that considered cashing out do I have to pay taxes on that transaction and if I've made these gains I pay taxes on them, but if I still keep it as a Bitcoin, and what if it goes down? What if it goes down? That's the nice thing about having a bank account. They take care of everything for you. And that's the idea of a custodial account. I don't know. But eventually, we're going to have to really get our keys in order. I have to think of a whole key strategy. Key management is the ultimate problem, kids. It is the only problem. Everything else is derived from that. The keys have something to do with prime numbers, let me tell you. So let's continue studying the prime numbers. And I guess if you can pick a really large prime number, then you can use that as your key.
that's kind of part of the issue, isn't it? And uh, mathematically, if you had all the time in the world, I mean, my dad asked me, he said, well, Mike, <clears throat> how would you find that picture, offensive picture, one of those forbidden pictures? Mathematically, do you have enough time to do it? It's like, well, you could just draw it, and then you could save that file, come up with that number, right? And the file contents is the is the number, right? The bytes in your drawing, the actual file contents, that is the number. And it's gonna be a freaking huge number. <clears throat> now you could compress it, and you can make it smaller and smaller to get something manageable. But even then, that's a huge number. And then it just becomes the question of how would you iterate towards that number? Like permutate over all the digits to get to that number. doesn't matter because in mathematics time doesn't matter at least in infinite mathematics because you'll never get there you'll never reach the infinite but that still doesn't stop us from talking about it or calculating with it and that's the beautiful beautiful ideas of mathematics though I don't know how with computers because we can grasp the infinite easily through definitions. And this also gets into the right brain, left brain, <clears throat> where the left brain can reference the right brain through the infinite symbol. And it's just a generator. And the right brain's like, oh, how many infinite possibilities do you need? No problem, that's my job. That's all I do all day, is generate possibilities and patterns.
generating possibilities. No problem. That's what we do all day. So it's just a deferment or a connection between left and right. A resolution, a balancing act. And that's what's done by higher level thought to find balance between things, to connect them, to not fall off. This gets into jujitsu, karate, Eastern philosophy, the Tao. Taoism. So, um, but I'm really impressed by this uh, parabola solution to primes. And where the line intersects in the middle, that's where they're divisible. So I forgot to mention that. You take all the numbers and you draw lines between all the integers. And the numbers that are not covered are the new primes. You do this up to a limit, and then you continue. So it's a graphical way of determining the primes. And it's kind of like what I'm doing with the squares as well, which makes me think that the squares being x squared are the same as the, pri as, the, as the parabola of x squared. And that that shape of the parabola is ever increasing. So maybe we already found what we're looking for. Maybe we can find a new thing like a prime using cubes and a three-dimensional parabola. There was a mass shooting in um, in Trenton, and there was a mass shooting in um, well, mass shooting in Trenton a couple of years ago at the art festival, and there was a mass shooting in um, Virginia Beach. But I think that it's not covered 
by the media the same way because if, if people already have all their guns taken away and they're just the next wave of disenfranchised people uprising in the failed states, the failed communist states of uh, You know, the former communist republics of uh, New Jersey and so forth. If, it's, if it happens here, then it's not newsworthy because they're already under control. It's already exactly the way it's supposed to be. We don't need to make any changes, therefore, we don't need to report on the news. So that's kind of what I'm thinking at. When I'm listening to these news reports, and they're talking about these yahoos in Texas doing these horrible things, and there seems to be a certain bias. Which fits right into my model. So if we've already solved this whole prime number parabola issue, x squared, we'll go to the next one with x cubed, or three-dimensional, and we'll see what happens with that. It's like, you try and find something neat and new, and then you discover it's already been done. Over and over again. But it's the path of learning and curiosity that's interesting. Bridges up there. It can't be the canal. trail goes. Or is that the canal path that I don't know about? I'm just going to have to go look up there. Curiosity killed the cat and satisfaction brought him back. 
Yeah, some footpath. This looks like an old trolley line of some kind. Or whatever it is. What could it be? Why would they need a a bridge with a footpath on it? Let me mark this on the map. minutes. We're heading back. <clears throat> All right. Hey, I don't know what the hell this is. This is a short piece of land. Lots of garbage on it. Must be an abandoned street of some kind. You never know with the history of old cities. What happened, what transpired. Look at this junk. It's definitely is a razor sharp couture Caribbean Cafe Maple Avenue. And I just had to figure out how to get out of here. Professional Caribbean taste. Well, I gotta go there sometime. There's the delicatessen. I know how to get back from now. I walked all these streets. Black Lives Matter, vote. Oh, it's a park. Hillcrest Civic Association owns that piece of garbage dump. Well, that's good. 
It appears to be running parallel to the canal. French toast and pancakes, but they're closed. The delicatess. Yeah, well, by the way, Dunkin' Donuts never got in touch with me. I'm gonna have to raise a call. I'm gonna call corporate. Now I've got two complaints open, and they never got back to me. One is the mistreatment by their employees. Second is the they haven't refunded my money. Seems to me that these Dunkin' Donuts are running wild. Out of control by corporate. Maybe it's time that we cancel Dunkin' Donuts, huh? as a brand. They're just a marketing department. And the people do whatever they want. And if I'm getting dissed and they don't do anything about it, I mean, I wonder... In fact, culture is pervasive in all of the Dunkin' Donuts. And how many other people have complained and not gotten any satisfaction? Maybe we need a new site to lodge complaints against these corporations. Just a complaint site. Like a better business bureau. An ombudsman. Complaint.com. Is that Facebook? Complaint.com? And what's going to happen eventually is they're just going to get paid to shut up. Hillcrest. I'll head back on Hillcrest. Yeah, well, thanks for joining me on this walk, guys. I do appreciate it. Give someone to talk to to work out my grievances. But, um, 
having all of my thoughts collapse and independently connecting and finding something. It's, it's a great feeling. Seeing the truth of the situation. Parabola. And ten times ten on the parabola. wider than 7 times 7, etc. So you get the, the slow growth in its width. Then you've got those different squares. It's kind of neat. It's going to be neat. This visualization. And this guy, this Mathlogger, he didn't take the sieve of Arathenes. He didn't make that connection in his video, so I think he left something out there. I definitely see the connection. And there's this monkey game where he showed you can get the feet of the monkey to multiply on the parabola. And, um... That also adjusts the, adjusts the size of the squares and the angle of the squares. So it all really fits together neatly. I'm quite excited about that.
green way out of. Maybe that path that I was walking on was part of the greenway that has gotten built over. I think that's what it was. That was the greenway. Someone just planted a house in front of it and used it as a garbage dump. I think I'm going to call that Dunkin' Donuts that owes me the money and complain. I think I'm just going to call corporate right now. So you guys have a great day. I'll let you know what's happening.